You are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. This is Jeff Malone, President and CEO of RX Preferred Benefits, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, pharmacy community, this is Todd Yuri, your host of the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, we have a show today I've been looking forward to. Um, We know about an organization that uh, has come about to become a more powerful ally in the world of independent and community pharmacy. Not only that, but it's become a bigger ally to communities in general with regards to the world of pharmacy benefit management. And we have RX Preferred Benefits on the uh, show with us today, and this is Mr. Jeff Malone. Uh, President and CEO of RX Preferred Benefits. How are you doing today, Jeff? Doing well, Todd. Thanks for having us on. You're very welcome. So you and I met back in the day. I was in the uh, long-term care pharmacy software space. Uh, You were in the data analytics end of things um, and uh, upgrew some other ideas and evolution of our own careers, but more so evolution of our industry. And uh, when the industry changes and and things happen, opportunities are created. And the opportunity that was created um, by some of uh, your brain power and experience was the concept of a transparent uh, PBM and someone to actually come alongside of independent pharmacy and help them to uh, get some of that market share back that sometimes they lose for a multitude of different reasons and uh, we'll definitely go into that, but give the listeners who is RX Preferred Benefits, um, why you guys came into existence, and uh, what your mission is. Yeah, so RX Preferred is a fully transparent PBM that also offers 340B administration as well as a hospice pharmacy PBM as well. Yeah, so RX Preferred is 100% owned and operated by independent pharmacy representatives. Uh, our ownership makeup is one of three different individuals. You have to be either an independent pharmacy owner, an independent pharmacist, or strictly tied to the good of independent pharmacy. And we have been very restrictive on, on how we have structured our organization uh, in order to fulfill our mission to help independents uh, drive more business to their pharmacies. Our, we initially got our start by independent pharmacies approached us and said, hey, you know, we're, we're tired of losing business to mail order. We're, we're tired of seeing spread pricing and all the other nuances and uh, tributations that the normal PBM industry has affected independent pharmacy. So our mission is to, to co-approach employers with the independent pharmacies in their communities to help drive more business to the independent pharmacies, whether that's with our PBM solution, our 340B administration, or our hospice uh, pharmacy benefits management. And by doing so, you know, we're keeping that money locally in the economy. Uh, we're helping individuals in those, economy, in those economies be more able to afford drugs via the 340B programs, et cetera. And, you know, we offer both a proactive and reactive approach, meaning, you know, pharmacy owners have engaged us saying, hey, XYZ employee is, I just got wind that they're moving their business to mail order. I don't want to lose that. How can you guys help? They'll bring us in and and actually have us uh, run an analysis and and present the employer with our, our true savings and transparent model. 
So, Jeff, at the beginning, you mentioned um, a couple different services. Um, obviously, PBM, the per, uh, Pharmacy Benefit Management um, offering, it's, uh, like you had stated, transparent. You mentioned 340B, Management and Administration, um, hospice, and then, of course, you know, you guys also have a savings card, which we can talk about. But let's go back. We, we all understand if you're in the pharmacy industry, well, it's taken me quite some time to understand, but what a pharmacy benefit manager management company does, what, you know, someone huge like an Express Scripts or CVS Caremark back in the day. Um, but let's talk about that next one, that 340B solution where you are helping, you know, hospitals, healthcare centers, and pharmacies basically grow by all coming together um, under the umbrella of what 340B is. And once again, you have that transparency, you have the real-time management tools, you have the automated drug replenishment with uh, the selected wholesaler, which is incredible. Um, just expand upon that a little bit for our listeners to let them know what facet and what piece of ARC's preferred benefits tools that is. Yeah, so the, the 340B administration is a real hot button for us right now with a community pharmacy. Uh, basically, the community pharmacies are, are bringing us into opportunities within their communities to work with health systems or uh, FQHCs in their areas that want to implement or already have an existing 340B program. The real niche that, that we offer, Todd, in our 340B solution is uh, we offer a turnkey solution. If the, if the uh, hospital or, or health center has not been through HRSA in order to get qualified, we will actually facilitate um, all the paperwork, contracting, and so forth, and actually take the uh, hospital or health system all the way through the HRSA process, get them approved. Same goes for the independent pharmacy. If, if uh, the independent has not been through the OPA process, we facilitate all the paperwork and registration process for them. Our second biggest feature is our is our safeguards. Um, we require all scripts be adjudicated to us prior to dispense um, versus uh, two, two other main uh, competing 340B administrators actually require that they go back and purchase that data after the fact from either the pharmacy system uh, vendor or from the switch. Um, the problem then arises that you know they may have potentially issued a script to a non-340B eligible patient, which results in additional legwork for the pharmacy, both with regards to reversing and rebilling that, um, as well as they're then paid only a dispense fee, and it results in additional paperwork. With our solution, again, by requiring this be adjudicated to us prior, prior to dispense, we're putting all those safeguards in place to uh, protect the pharmacy. The biggest reason why independents engage us with 340B in their area is they're tired of uh, other administrators coming in and, and negotiating uh, lower than dispensing fees or preferential disp dispensing fees at chains. Rx Preferred actually comes in and, and works with both the, the independents and the covered entity in their area to make this a win-win for all involved. Uh, we don't come in and dictate uh, dispense fees. Uh, we come in and customize. And uh, by bringing us into the loop, uh, they are ensuring that the other 340B administrators who have relationships and, and ties with chain pharmacy are not getting preferential treatment by driving those scripts to the chain pharmacy. So again, we're keeping all that tax money local in their area. 
That's great. So um, if a pharmacy owner wants to get into 340B, but it can be uh, kludgy and confusing sometimes to even how to even get registered correctly. So um, ARCs Preferred Benefits, you're helping out with that process too. We, we absolutely are. We, we gather all the necessary information from the uh, pharmacy owner uh, as well as all the necessary contracts with, with the entity. We register the entity and the pharmacy both through HRSA as well as the OPA process. Okay. So I'm a pharmacy owner and I'm listening to the show and you've mentioned uh, obviously the PBM, 340B. Uh, talk to our listeners about the hospice world and, and how you differentiate as a, a pharmacy benefit uh, provider. Yeah, so most independents today actually do a manual process with, with uh, any hospice they may uh, work with in their area. And the challenge is uh, administration as well as streamlining of, of the uh, relationship with the hospice patients as well as all the necessary reporting that's required. So we automate all functions of that uh particular aspect we will customize the formulary based on pricing from the independent pharmacy and the hospice we provide a real-time web interface that allows the hospice to uh, enter in the patient information make them live in the system or or terminate them um, as well as provide all the reporting necessary from both the pharmacy and the hospice perspective so we automate the whole paper trail as it exists today in the hospice environment and uh, one of my favorite things that you've come out with, which is a newer uh, system, um, is this um, savings card. And what I like about this, uh, Jeff, what little I know about it is it's, an, it's a community pharmacy, independent pharmacy focused uh, savings card. So uh, sometimes you'll hear uh, the word savings card and everybody wants to cringe because it's extra paperwork or administration or sometimes it's not even in the favor of the pharmacy owner. So definitely go through uh, the savings card program. Yeah, absolutely. And I can tell you, obviously, being 100% owned and operated by independent pharmacy, obviously any sorts of reimbursements are near and dear to, to our hearts as well. So we absolutely have considered all of those factors with development of our savings cards. Our cards can, can not only function as a savings card externally of whatever independent pharmacy would like to implement these cards uh, they can also be a loyalty card within with inside that pharmacy so basically with with our programs no matter if it's our savings card our 340b program our pbm initiative any pharmacy that engages rx preferred with an opportunity in their community they are paid a, a portion of where that a portion of that script no matter where it's filled so if that, if that script is filled at the local independent, they're obviously getting the majority of that reimbursement as well as a percentage. If that, if that script happens to be filled down the street at a chain pharmacy, they also get a portion of that script. Or if that employer has a uh, employee on vacation in, a, in another city, they're also getting a portion of that script. So again, being owned and operated by independent pharmacy, these are these are some of the things differently that we've tried to build into all of our products. I like that. Um, I like the fact that it's simplified. Uh, you have the tools uh, from a technology perspective to actually track and, and kind of um, peel down on even a claim in itself. And um, some of the extra tools, hospice and the savings card, um, it all makes sense. And I, I've always 
talking to some of my own customers and some of my own buying group members, I say you need you need to diversify your um, your business. You need to get a little, you know expand. Obviously, expanding your retail business if you're a retail pharmacy, but in the world of um, layering what services you're providing, and even having information in your store to um, to basically expose to uh, your customer base. Who knows if if you have a customer who's a human resource manager, a small business owner, uh, someone uh, that's more politically involved in your community, um, even approaching your, your own uh, city government or county government. Um, any you're, you're part of the community. You're a pharmacy owner, for goodness sake. So you're there, um, you know, letting them know that this service is in place and no, uh, the big PBMs aren't the only choice out there. There are things that can be done, and um, you know, I think Rx Preferred is positioned uh, uniquely. Yeah, we uh, we definitely help the, the pharmacy owners look like heroes in their communities from a variety of different perspectives. Whether it's saving the employers and, and giving their employees access to better health care via the prescription benefit, if it's giving. Uh, it, if it's giving the population in their towns access to, to health care they normally couldn't afford via the uh, 340B benefit, um, all of these metrics come into play. And this is, again, one of the one of the real reasons why Rx Preferred wanted to form, not only for the preservation of independent pharmacy, but also to bring access to better health care to the population in each of these pharmacies' communities. If you're listening to the show and you'd like to um, learn more or even um, reach out and, and speak to Jeff himself, um, easily accessible at rxpreferred.com. Um, That's rxpreferred, P-R-E-F-E-R-R-E-D.com. Um, and then they're located, your headquarters is right there in uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the phone number over there, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. We're right outside Nashville, Tennessee. It's 888-666-7271. We also run uh, monthly webinars on all of our product set, as well as we'll be more than happy to facilitate a free analysis for any employer in their area or a free 340B revenue projection. That's excellent. Um, Once again, that's 888-666-7271. Uh, Jeff Malone with RX Preferred Benefits. And if you've called Jeff and you've heard the show, please mention that you heard the pharmacy podcast. It always helps uh, Jeff to understand uh, where uh, his marketing efforts are going to. Um, and it helps us as the show to help grow with listeners. Pass this on to other pharmacy owners that you know. Pass this on to even um, a human resource director or someone that owns a small business and let them know there's another entity out there that can help them in their in the world of PBM, uh, pharmacy benefit management. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Todd. Really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. So we were on with Mr. Jeff Malone, uh, President and CEO of RX Preferred Benefits, and you were listening to the Pharmacy Podcast, and we appreciate you listening.